Brewers Hardware specializes in stainless steel parts for your home brewery. From conicals to triclovers, you can find it at brewershardware.com. This is the Brewing Network's Brewing with Style, hosted by Jamil Zanishev and Mike Tasty McDole, along with special guest Jonathan Plise. Now, here's Jamil. Hey, howdy, hey, my ruined brothers and sisters. You're not. But you can hear me, right? Yeah, now you can. Yes. Um, you know, this is the hard stuff. We takes a while to get it right. <laughs> Eleven years. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna take another ten, I think. Oh, been doing any? She sprung a leak. She's what bleeding. You, what is wrong with you, Beverly? Oh my god! You've got more bites on you now. Yeah, people just come it's, in here bleeding all over the place. Ew. It's the bed bugs inside Bevo's oh, box. Big. I mean, Bevo's little room. He's got the fruit flies. <laughs> That's not I good. I don't think you're helping, Jamil. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, yep. Um, I'll tell you. All right. So here's the thing. What's the thing, baby? <laughs> here's the thing. I I get back from three weeks in Asia. I am sick for a week. And then I, I'm off to Boise oh. and Portland. The natural progression of travel. Yes. Yeah. Japan, uh, Boise. Boise, Portland. And, yeah, exactly. You're right. And uh, no, <laughs> Boise was great. I, I mean, they are becoming, you know, the Portland of really? the... <laughs> of Idaho. Of Idaho, okay. yes. <laughs> no, I mean, it, are they making a lot of beer there, or they have a lot of beer coming they're, into the they're, market? Well, both, okay. and they got a lot of cool restaurants and stuff. Oh. I mean, it's mm. it's a really you know, you they have good beer enjoy. at the strip clubs. That's the thing. That's, no, that can be important until you got there. <laughs> Thank God they don't. Okay. Uh, no, you you would you would spend a week in Boise if you were looking for a, a beer vacation or something like that. Yeah, you could go to Boise. Beautiful t- town. You know, lots of all your, all your recreation if you want to do that, but well, I'm always doing beer great, a ton of great uh, restaurants and uh, beer bars, and the nice. people are wonderful. It's a little more laid back than uh, you know the the West Coast. Hmm. Loved it. Anyways, then I got to Portland. Then I met up with Randy Griggs, Randy, yeah. and purpose? Porno Steve <laughs> on purpose. <laughs> purpose. <laughs> on purpose. I don't know. It was really quite on purpose or not. Uh. However, Randy at least had a room to stay in. Wasn't my fault. Porno Steve Sorry. did not. Randy hey, has a job, right? I was, yeah, yeah. Randy, yeah. I was ready to just uh-huh. buy a tent, to uh-huh. go to REI, uh-huh. buy a tent, uh-huh. you, you use it, uh-huh. and then return it. Uh-huh. What a scumbag. He had a plan. Scumbag. Oh, oh. He was all oh, ready me? to do that. Yeah. I think he had no way of getting to REI. Uh, I think he had no money to buy the tent. I would have gone to Honda, bought a car. Bought a car, exactly. <laughs> returned it. Right. See, now you're thinking. Yeah. <laughs> Could have slept in the car. He shows up like uh, some stray dog. My friend bailed suffering. on me uh, as I landed. I landed and I was like, hey, you know, what's going His on? His imaginary friend did not show up to uh, <laughs> take care of him. In Boise. 
In Portland. In Portland. Portland. So you saw yeah. some panhandler on the street, and you, and you recognized so, it is a Yeah, speaker? so who ends up taking care of him? Huh? I'm uh, just saying. Who else? But I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Hey, he's like, can, yeah. I, can I stay in your room? Randy, you're like, no. No, sorry. No, Single bed. He's like, I'll sleep on the floor. No. No, no not going to happen. So I got him a hotel room. We got him beer. We got him food. We got him amazing. We had no money. We amazing no meals. Money. Showed up with no money. Your friend <laughs> had money for you. Is that t- no, tour, money, tour of the hop farm? Oh, so he bought all the beer for you, and it's an appreciation gesture. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I did see yeah, the him. alligator arms when a check came. I did see him pay for you know he would time it so that oh, you yeah. know it's like hey we we just have time for like free samples and then we're leaving. He's like I got this check. When it was the five course meal with uh, whiskey and uh, beers and all that and uh, and dessert, um, that one he didn't didn't take care of that. No, I took care of that one. Uh huh. Uh huh. Fair enough. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. When it was the extensive, you know, charcuterie and cheese platters. There's this place called the Cheese Bar. How poorly you been to the cheese bar? No, never heard oh. of it. But I, I, I want to go. Oh, you got to go. I want to go. An amazing selection of cheeses. Uh, the the beer menu is like five or six long. That's okay. Solid beers. You can just sit down, have a beer, and go through cheeses. It's all about the cheese. So they bring you a single, like a serving, or you get a, a yeah. Serving, they'll do a board, a board, and then so they'll have like uh, you know what they have, Steve, like uh, eight different boards pre. Oh yeah, there was so like one that was planned. that was all really soft cheeses, soft like cheeses, brie, and then there's yeah. one that was all like stinky cheese, really stinky <laughs> cheese, and you know cheese, all, all sorts of you know goat cheeses, sheep cheeses. They got all sorts Pepper of stuff. Cheese, okay, and spice. they had like you know some some stuff to you know. Interest you, and then they had specials, and then you could just say, "Hey, I want a slab of this, slab of that," and uh, just Let's do it. That's cool. I, I don't think there was a cheese there that I didn't think it was great. I mean, there were well, ones that I, you know, if you're a cheese specialist, I enjoyed more than the others. But man, they were all really good. Nice. Sounds good awesome. Fans. Yeah, oh yeah. And only uh, cool. a short beer list, right? Short beer list. But uh, yeah, the just the. Uh, the people working there and uh, just the selection and all that. Oh, if you love cheese, this is the thing. Sounds great. Well, and then so we, we did a, uh, a couple of road trips. A road trip. Uh, so y- you tell me. We're out hours away from, uh, from Portland. Yeah, down to Eugene. That's where the hops are. I mean, did you guys ever get to a hop field? Well, yeah, we did. Oh, okay. yeah, all right. So we, go, so we drive to Eugene. <laughs> There are six of us in a van driving to Eugene. We go and do this beer event. I tell everyone, hey, time to get something to eat. I'm buying. Get yourself a sandwich or something. Mm -hmm. Here's the menu. Steve orders. Pretty much everybody orders, except for Randy. He's like, no, no, I'm not hungry. Okay. Time to head back. It's late. We got a two-hour drive ahead of us. We are 20 (laughs) to 30 minutes from Portland. We have to stop and get gas. They are pumping the gas, and Randy decides to leave the van to go source food. I'm thinking he's going to run into the the AMP mini market, get a couple of bags of chips, be back in the van, and we're off. 
No. He decides to go to a restaurant <laughs> and order dinner. We're like, what the hell? These guys wait for me. He's a douche. Right. I don't know why you're just realizing that now. He's the biggest douche I've ever met. Randy. And he's like, well, what, what's the big deal? Everyone can't wait 10 minutes for you, me? You should, you, should have oh, been so, there. you should have been there when you went in. Because this wasn't just like a taqueria. This isn't like Los, Los Gallos right there. Where you can get it's it a to restaurant. go. It's a it's restaurant. It's a full service restaurant. And, he, he's trying to get and he was speaking to this woman in, in Spanish. And she was offended when he, he was like, para llevar. Like to go. And she was like, she just did this. Like, like what? Like, how dare it? How generally, dare women you? are offended when it's, Randy talks to them. It's not a, it's That's not a generally taco. how that goes. Like, That's just how it, it is. Not it a is. taco it's card, sir. It's a sense of entitlement and yeah, the big bug eyes puts everyone at, at yeah. dis-ease. It was, so, it's funny. he's thinking he'll just have people... Five other people wait for him for 10, 15 minutes yeah, that while he gets right. something to eat. When we are 20 minutes, 20 from, minutes from being back. Yeah. And so I'm just like, I go in there, I'm like, get, get your ass in the van. And he's like, well, you know, why are you upset at me? Because you're a fucking idiot. Yeah. <laughs> like, come on. He's the uh, quintessential oh, millennial. Yeah. Oh. It's all about me and my entitlement. What I'm he entitled was like, to. oh, Randy no, it was fun. Everyone, can, we get him on the phone? can we get it, Randy to call in? He was like, <laughs> please no. He was like, the last thing I want to do is talk to everyone him. Everyone was fine <laughs> with it but you. I'm right. like, I don't know about you. I'm here on business. These people that are, you know, chauffeuring us yeah. hours to this thing, they're actually like business associates. They're not like people I can abuse. Like, uh, this isn't like BN yeah. party stuff. So, no, uh, Randy's great, but uh, <laughs> he just, that that pissed me off. Yeah. I was like, hey, eh, I got over it. But still, I was like, hey, hey, not cool, man. <laughs> not cool. But, uh, no, we uh, we headed out to the hop farm, went out to Crosby. Oh, you finally saw some hops. Yeah. Randy drove. It yeah. kind of makes up for, uh, you know. For that, well, that way he uh, can stop any place he wants to, to get eat, get food on the way back. <laughs> right? No, drove out there and went to Crosby Hot Farm, and the Crosby, Crosby. people couldn't oh, yeah. have been nicer. I've heard good things. Uh, you know, more generous with their time, yeah. and uh, yeah, we did some hop selection. Uh, I've got a, a bunch of Cascades contracted from them, and they uh, they put out four brewers cuts for me from different hop farms. Same uh, varietal. Yeah, same Cascades okay. from four different hop farms. One of the farms is uh, in Yakima. Two of the uh, or three of the farms were in Oregon. They didn't tell us which was from where. We, we we sniffed them, you know, did the rub, and 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 we're like, well, you know, a couple of them were very uh, very straightforward. All of them I thought were good, but a couple of them were very straightforward. Just a little bit of citrus, just a little bit of floral and citrus, you know. More floral and citrus, and then the one that was just like, "Wow, this is this is Cascade." This is the one I want. This is the you know the lively. Go, Sorry, Vinny got all that. Ah, no, no I got I got, got that's the one that I chose. All right, and uh, it was it was uh, uh, excellent, and that was the one grown on the Crosby Hop Farm. So they're they're spending a lot of detailed time on figuring out exactly when to pick the hops. Because it's the same and they're genes. To, same, uh, yeah. It's just when to pick it. Right, right. There's a, yeah, there's and a the lot of emphasis conditions. on that, I yeah. think. When to pick. Yeah. yeah. Right, because you pick the hop, uh, you know, on day one of picking, and you pick it on day five of picking. Those are two different hops. And that's you, true. You grow it, you know, here, and you grow it, you know, a mile over there. Those yeah. are two different hops. 
Would that be consistent, like down a row of, of hops, or was it? Would it vary, like? I mean, oh, I some imagine. Of these rows are pretty long. Yeah, I, I would. That's a good question. I would imagine they, that from one end of the, the field to the other end of the field, it could be, you know, quite. So what different. are they doing? They're just smelling and, and doing a sensory right in the field. Yeah, decide. they'll do that. They'll do analytics. They'll they'll oh. grind them up, and they got a little lab there, and they'll, they'll do right. a bunch of analytics. So, yeah. Wow, then oh. in a five-day period, they must do a lot of that. Just to... Oh, yeah, they, they work their tails off oh. uh, when it's hop harvest time. Oh. But, uh, yeah, huh. uh, just fantastic. We had a great time. They showed us all around, took their time. Uh, it reminded me of my tour of uh, the uh, uh, Thomas Fawcett Maltings, where, you know, no question was ignored, as much time as you need, walk you all around, show you every last little thing. Very nice. Uh, very cool. And uh, really loved it. And then... Were they harvesting hops at the time? or the, They were harvesting hops. So, so the so guys the got to see them come in on the there, strip, so. stripped out. Yeah, they took us through every, pretty much every process of... Sure. Yeah, how they processed them. Were they them. making pellets? Did you see them do that? Or, no. They didn't have the pelletizer running. Because I think they're just harvesting. Um, but, but they walked us through their pelletizer. Um, so we saw that as well. Yeah. Real cool. Mm-hmm. And then we went to uh, what was Slicks Barbecue? <laughs> yeah, Slicks was pretty Slicks damn barbecue. good. Yeah, that was in the middle uh, of nowhere, right? Kind of in, this be- in between, uh, those are the best places, man. Yeah, in the middle of nowhere, fucking yeah, butthole, you know, whatever. That's that's where you go. Yeah, yeah. Oh. If you're a destination, damn, it was good. Yeah, it was good. Everything, the cornbread, everything. Uh, mm-hmm. The name's uh, kind of terrible, though. Yeah. Slicks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> but it sounds uh, great. Well, how was the beer lineup? i got to ask the same question every time. At Slicks? Yeah. Uh, not I, so, not I'm so the good. only one who no got, bueno. who got a beer, yeah. and I got the hop urban. Um, the hub. The hub hub beer, and it was like three months old. <laughs> it was, kinda it was in nice. a can. It was like, like okay. Well, yeah. Uh, whatever. Well. It's a food place. Yeah. yeah. Oh, exactly. uh, next time we're out doing hop selection at Crosby, we're stopping. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I couldn't make it this year. But, you know, I like yeah. to be on that trip. I won't stop for food. I'll eat when you tell me to. <laughs> right, right. There you go. Yeah. Yes, yes. No, we had a good time and Sounds um, like it. Uh, a few things. Trifecta, the trifecta dinner, huh? 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 Oh my God. Uh, pretty yeah. damn good. Uh, that was pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. That place knows how to cook. Yeah, they do. Hey, they take anything and make it just absolutely delicious, wow. tender, and perfect. That's a good place, too. Man, lots of good places. We went to uh, Ex Novo. We went to, uh, what was it, Breakside? Or? Breakside Brewing, yeah. yeah uh, Randy was to, saying they do that weird. I mean, the, the brewers are there for a little places. bit, but they had to leave for some reason. Right, right, right. That nitrogen. Oh, yeah, it's like nitrogen freeze their fresh hops and then, like, shake out the uh, lupulin from the fresh hops and leave the leaves behind. and Shake it. They shake it. Huh? They freeze it and shake it. So I that's the crystals. Randy yeah. was quite enamored of. Well, he was he getting equated yeah. to some other uh, process of <laughs> freezing and shaking. Freezing and shaking. Yeah. Yes. I see. <laughs> Who doesn't like freezing? I watched a video about that on uh, YouTube Everybody's recently. watching that shit. Yeah, sure. It just popped up on my feed, and Is I was like, right? you'll like this. I don't really know why I caught that, but it was fascinating. It's kind it of people you hang out with. It's, yeah. It's, well, that's what they're doing with so the So, like, these are who you're hanging out with. <laughs> you, so, you're probably... <laughs> All your so, friends uh, are doing this. Is this a product you can get? This this, uh, this is the hop hash, or this is something else? Uh, this I, they, like, they, uh, made a, they made a beer they made a, doing a fresh hop technique. beer using that technique. 
Yeah, and like, is that one of those deals where they can make, it's Cascade make it fresh up like something. six months later, like get the same character? Uh, no. By freezing I, it or something? Yeah. Well, I, you know, I like the beer. I really didn't think. Randy was all gaga about it. I didn't really get the fresh hop character out of it. Yeah. No. I think drink? it was lost. Because mm-hmm. for me, the fresh hop character is more getting Chris. some of that chlorophyll yeah, in there. Yeah, the shit you don't like. Get I mean, that, I don't like. Get that grassy. <laughs> no, that's their yeah. yeah. That's, that's fresh hop beer. You know what? Yeah. So when while we were there, apparently that was like fresh hop season. Right. And probably the best fresh hop beer I had was the first place I went to, which was uh, Deschutes, their brew pub mm-hmm. in the middle of the city. Mm-hmm. The fresh hop Mirror Pond. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that was like probably the best fresh hop beer I, I had. All, Some all are very right. good, for sure. There you go. Some are great. All right. Um, so I had spent time. I went to Singapore. All because we were dissatisfied with the foreign extra stout samples we had last time. They just weren't living up to our standards. Right. So I got on a plane, flew to Singapore. First I flew to Korea. Then I flew to Singapore. Just, just flew. Well, on the way back, I, 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 I flew to Japan. Like you put on your Superman suit. And, uh... <laughs> well, uh, until until I until I bought my tickets, there was no way to fly direct from San Francisco oh, to Singapore. There you go. So I buy my tickets. Like a month later, they go like, "Hey, now you can fly direct from San Francisco oh. to Singapore." I'm like, "Eh, all right, great, thanks, appreciate that." Late. Yeah, a little late. So I uh, went to the grocery so you had to go store. To Australia first. Yeah, yeah. I went to the grocery store, got myself three examples of foreign extra stout. Nice. These are true examples of foreign extra stout. We thought we would talk about them. Great. Enjoy them. These would be considered fresh? Eh, they were until I was sick when I got back. Well, and I mean, then, just uh, in terms of like I went what? to Portland and Boise and then, uh, you know, Whatever. close enough. It's not that long a time. Close enough. Great. Yeah, so I thought we'd have those and we would uh, talk nasty things about Porno Steve. We'll and, check them out. Uh, there you go. All right. All right. Uh, have you guys used the uh, the Brew Guru? I have. Yes. Yeah. Actually, we're just using it uh, before the show here. Yeah. Oh, Tasty well, nightwear, as a matter of fact. Checking it out. I'm kind of amazed at how how snappy that map is of all the uh, yeah. all the locations of like uh, breweries and huh. homebrew shops and and especially that it shows that you're getting an AHA discount. Yeah. You could be in a place you didn't even know you'd get one. It works so much better than Google for trying to find uh, like breweries. I was shocked at, at yeah, how well Google. It all I can do is uh, ask for nearby bars and stuff. And then right. I, I don't and, think they have an HA discount. Half the time, it's or not even, even craft bars. Well, but if they the, get if they have an HA discount, they're probably a craft beer bar. Yeah, and half the time they don't even. Uh, it doesn't even like work for breweries. It's it's like gives you yeah. a bunch of other stuff. Like you get coffee brewing and stuff. Oh. <laughs> So uh, the AHA thing I thought was pretty cool. It uh, it does all that. It's got uh, some nice uh, materials in there that are hand-picked, uh, like Zymergy articles and recipes and oh. all the educational stuff in there. Some you must have written. Uh, yeah, uh-huh. Maybe a little bit. Uh-huh. Um, and it's all free. Free app. You go to you, you go to the app store. Well, if you're if you're not a member, you sign up. Uh-huh. You get like a you know like a 14-day free trial. Uh-huh. If you're not a member, it still does some stuff for you, but if you are a member, you get the full kimono. Well, everybody's listening about. to this podcast is a member. Otherwise, they damn well they better should be ashamed of themselves. Right. So check it out. You can get it at uh, Brew Guru. You get it uh, uh, in all your favorite app download places. Yes. Play Store. There you go. All right. Let's take a short break. When we come back, we will have uh, some foreign extra stouts. 
stuff going on after this? Yeah, as well. When I order a beer, I want my server to know more about it than I do. I want someone who enjoys good beer and loves helping others enjoy it too. I want someone who knows how to pour a perfect pint for every beer style. I want a Cicerone. The Cicerone Certification Program is creating the type of people who help you enjoy great beer. Home brewers and craft beer lovers know beer is more flavorful and complex than ever, and it takes some serious knowledge to store and serve beer right. Cicerones know beer. There are three levels in the Cicerone Program. Certified Beer Server, Certified Cicerone, and Master Cicerone. Cicerones are truly the sommeliers of beer. The best beer locations have a certified Cicerone on staff. Relaxed and unpretentious. Cicerones are tested on storing and serving beer, beer styles, flavor and tasting, the brewing process and ingredients, and pairing food with beer. Learn more about your next beer guide at Cicerone.org. Certified Cicerone, because it takes top talent to present a perfect pint. Your support of the Brewing Network means everything to us. We couldn't produce shows without you. And we love giving you something extra for that support, like... Brew Your Own Magazine. You already know it's a great brewing magazine full of recipes, equipment how-tos, discussions of beer styles, and brewing techniques. Whether you're new to brewing and just starting out or you're an old pro, you'll always learn something from the articles in Brew Your Own. Plus, there are amazing special issues like plans for building a Brutus 10 system, 250 classic clone recipes, and the Home Brewer's Answer Book. Brew Your Own Magazine and BYO.com are awesome resources for any brewer whether for yourself or as a gift when you subscribe or resubscribe from the brewing network homepage, you directly support programs like this get a great magazine and support the brewing network subscribe to brew your own right from the brewing network.com since the first time the brewing network microphones turned on more beer was behind it More Beer sponsors the programming on the BN because, like you, they love brewing. And like the Brewing Network, they love sharing their knowledge. MoreBeer.com isn't just a website to place your next equipment or ingredient order. MoreBeer.com also gives you access to free beer information that will make you a better brewer. Go to MoreBeer.com and click into the Learning Center. You'll find podcasts, technical facts, video tutorials, and more, including access to The Buzz, More Beer's social network of more than 5,000 members. And some of them might even be crazier about beer than you are. Get over to morebeer.com today and take advantage of the buzz, the forum, the learning center, and make sure you're signed up to receive the newest More Beer catalog. More Beer, bringing you absolutely everything for beer making. Now back to Brewing with Style. Oh, all right. For an extra stout, we have uh, Royal Stout, King of Stouts, since 1849, 6.8%. Wow. That is a Carlsberg product. Who was the King of Stouts in 1848? Uh, That's what I wanted. Apparently it was. Um, then we have the Guinness, for an extra, established 1759. Mm-hmm. Or an extra stout. But wasn't the king. Distinctive quality. <laughs> it was not the king. No. And then we have the ABC extra stout, the Archipelago Brewery Company. 
Extra Stout, 6%. Established 1931. International Award winner, it says. You won International Award. Apparently, no, they've gotten multiple oh. medals on the front, dude. Okay. I don't right. know how closely you looked at this can. Not very. But it is premium quality. At least it's singular, so. And all of these, all of these uh, beers, did the, did the Royal say it was brewed by Asia Pacific? You didn't say that yet. All three were brewed in Singapore. The ABC and the Guinness were brewed by Asia Pacific. Oh. Under license. And the Carlsberg is brewed under license with some brewery in, in Singapore as well. So two out of the three beers come from the same birthing place. Yes. Okay. Interesting. They were gestated and delivered. They're twins. The same vaginal brewery. Wow. From possibly the same water source. Very sexist of you to say that. <laughs> Porno Steve, do you have the uh, style guide handy? Do you want to uh, remind people of the uh, the uh, classic examples and uh, the overall impression? Yeah. <clears throat> so it's number 16D for an extra stout. Overall impression is a very dark, moderately strong, fairly dry stout with prominent roast flavors. Aroma. Moderate to high roasted grain aromas, often with coffee, chocolate, and or lightly burnt notes. Low to medium fruitiness. May have a sweet aroma or molasses, licorice, dried fruit, and or vinous aromatics. Stronger versions can have a subtle, clean aroma of alcohol. Hop aroma moderately low to none can be earthy, herbal, or floral. Diacetyl low to none. Appearance. Very deep brown to black in color. Clarity usually obscured by deep color. If not opaque, should be clear. Large tan to brown head with good retention. Flavor. Moderate to high roasted grain and malt flavor with a coffee, chocolate, or lightly burnt grain character, although without a sharp bite. Moderately dry. Low to medium esters. Medium to high bitterness. Moderate to no hot flavor can be earthy, herbal, or floral, diacetyl, medium, low to none. Mouthfeel. Medium full to full body, often with a smooth, sometimes creamy character. May give a warming, but never hot, impression from alcohol presence. Moderate to moderately high carbonation. Uh, comments. Also known as foreign stout, export stout, foreign export stout, historic versions before World War One at least had the same original gravity as domestic oh. extra stouts, but had a higher ABV because it had a long secondary with Britannomyces chewing away at it. The difference between domestic and foreign versions were the hopping and length of maturation. History. Stronger stouts brewed for the export market today, but with a history stretching back to the 18th and 19th centuries when they were more heavily hopped versions of stronger export stouts. This included Guinness Foreign Extra Stout, originally West India Porter, later Foreign Extra Double Stout, was first brewed in 1801 according to Guinness with extra hops to give it a distinctive taste and a longer shelf life in hot weather. This is brewed today in Africa, Asia, and the Caribbean. It currently makes up 40% of all the Guinness brewed around the world. Uh, characteristic ingredients... Pale and dark roasted malts and grains historically also could have used brown and amber malts. Hops mostly for bitterness, typically English varieties, may use adjuncts and sugar to boost gravity. Uh, just go to uh, vital statistics. IBUs, 50 to 70. 
Uh, SRM, 30 to 40. Original gravity, 1.056 to 1.075. Final gravity, 1.010 to 1.018. ABV is between 6.3 and 8%. Some commercial examples are Cooper's Best Extra Stout, Guinness Foreign Extra Stout, which we have here. Which uh, is 5.5%. Mm. That Colonel, might make that 6.3. Mm. Colonel Export Stout, Ridgeway Foreign Export Stout, and Southwark Old Stout. Well, there you go. <clears throat> and they did not mention Royal or ABC. Nope. Just that one, which isn't... <laughs> mm. All right. Well, I'll tell you what. Well, what's tricky is, you know, you have a beer. You don't know if it's uh, two-style or not, right. whether it's well-brewed or not. You send them in a Dr. Homebrew, huh? Try it. There see you what, go. See what the fuck you get back. Just send, analyze. send those beers in. They do uh, like a, a live uh, BJCP scoring of them. Hell yeah, we and do. And give you feedback on what was right, what was wrong, how to improve it. Uh, definitely Dr. Homebrew, way to go. Uh, they'll they'll take care of your beers. You just send them in to uh, JP at the Network dot com. Yeah, there you go. Do that. And Email get me. them on. Get them on to uh, Doctor Homebrew. Eventually, right. you'll hear back from me. Eventually, you'll hear back. Uh, the beer was great, man. Uh, oh, did you want to be on the show? Sorry, Brad. Right. <laughs> right. Let's take a short break. When we come back, more of Foreign Extra Stout after this. The 21st Amendment. Watch out! Do you like beer? They make beer. Watch out! Do you like friends and fun? They make friends and fun. Watch out! Do you still like to have a good time? The 21st Amendment. Watch out! The 21st Amendment in San Francisco, located at 563 2nd Street, two blocks from the building where baseball is seen and played. Try their beers in the pub or try them in the can. Featuring... Monk's Blood. Made with real monk. Watch out! So why not have the best time of your life? Go to the 21A and Sean O'Sullivan will personally greet you with a can of... Monk's Blood. The 21st Amendment. Watch out! This advertisement is not in any way affiliated nor associated with the 21st Amendment Bar and Pub, nor its subsidiaries or affiliates. This telecast is not copywritten by the 21st Amendment for the private use of the Brewing Network. Any use of this telecast without Jamil Zanishev's consent is prohibited. Suck it, JP. Hey there, BN Army. Have you heard the latest at HopTech? Since HopTech has doubled in size after a huge expansion, Jade and Roberto can stock even more of the best quality homebrewing supplies and equipment. Over 60 kick-ass varieties of hops and malts, monster truckloads of quality brewer's yeast, including white labs, Y yeast, and multiple dry yeasts. They even have all grain systems from Grainfathers and Ruby Street Brew Systems, thanks to Jade, the brand new all-grain brewer. And don't forget about their 10% discount to all BN Army members. Jade and Roberto are waiting for you and all of your brewing questions over at HopTech.com. HopTech, totally not sucking since 1983. 
Are you looking for a simple brewing system that's great for all grain brewing, but everything on the market seems to be full of compromises? Blickman Engineering has the answer. The Blickman Brew Easy All Grain Brewing System. The Brew Easy is a complete system with easy upgrades and a beautiful compact design, perfect for any size brewing location. At its core, the Brew Easy is built on two gorgeous Blickman Boilermaker brew kettles, a high temperature March pump, and either a top tier gas burner or the new boil coil electric heater. The Brew Easy adapter lid allows the pots to stack on top of each other, forming an efficient, strong, and compact brewing setup that comes in 5, 10, and 20-gallon batch sizes. Upgrade your BrewEasy system with full automated control by adding a Blickman Tower of Power temp controller and make moving around easy with the Blickman Kettle Cart. The BrewEasy is modular. If you already own a Boilermaker kettle, you can build your BrewEasy by purchasing just the modules you need. The new BrewEasy all-grain brewing system. See it today at BlickmanEngineering.com and brew with Blickman quality on your new BrewEasy. Now back to Jamil, Tasty, and Chicken Boy. This is Brewing with Style. All right, we're back. Don't forget to check out our fine sponsor, Brewers Hardware, brewershardware.com. They've got everything from, uh, you know, you're starting out and you want to... to get into home brewing and uh, all the cool, the, the cool things. Up five to, barrel brewer, I think. I think uh, it's like even ten, ten barrel. Ten, ten barrel yeah. brewery, yeah. You so can go for it, man. They got they got the, the serious range, and I think there's there's something to be said for you know starting out with something and then you know having the room to grow. Yeah. If you want to you know take your home brewing from uh, you know what you're doing now to you know a ten barrel brewery. Um, you know, there's some consistency there. Yeah, you're with that, the same uh, company and the same style yeah. of connectors and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, in Brewers Hardware, that was uh, started by homebrewers that wanted uh, access to better equipment. They specialize professional-grade conical fermenters, brew stands, uh, scaled-down homebrew sizes. And, uh, yeah, five gallons to ten barrels, jacketed conicals, sanitary fittings. Huge variety of both uh, threaded and trico-compatible uh, sanitary fittings, valves, pumps. Head to BrewersHardware.com and upgrade your home brewing today. All right. Uh, we have in front of us three, count them three, four extra stouts hand-carried with love from Singapore. Let's start with Porno Steve. Porno Steven. All right. Pornographic Steven. Pornographic Dildo Steven. Pornographic Dildo Steven! Get what down you here get right down now. <laughs> All right. I'm gonna rate them first. Uh, my least favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the king was probably my favorite. I think it had the lightest roast of them all. A little bit of chocolate in there is, I think, the sweetest of them all. Um, there's almost molasses in there, which I think was one of the um, descriptors. The royal stout. Yes, the royal stout. The king. Mm-hmm. Um, no molasses. Th- no molasses. No, it says. I read it. Not on mine. It's, but anyway. Yeah, it's got. I can see that character you're talking about. Kind of a burnt sugar character. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay. It's pretty smooth. Um, yeah, I liked it. Um, I think second. Ugh. Might have to go with uh, the ABC. What is that one then? Just ABC. 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 Uh huh. Yep, ABC, extra stout. I'll have to go with that one second. Um, 
Had more of a prominent roast flavor, I think. Um, yeah, that one's kind of... Nothing really stuck out to me as much as the other two. <clears throat> and that... Going on to the Guinness. Um, the Guinness had a ton of tobacco for me. Um, it was really, really roasty compared to the other two. Um, Very good. It was, it was yeah. really effervescent. Very I good feel like use more of so your than words. Tobacco. Very good. I've been reading a lot. Uh -huh. <laughs> um, but I also get that the Guinness might be a little stale too. Hmm. So I rate it the um, so the, the king, the royal, huh. the royal stout, ABC, and then Guinness third. There is a date code on the bottom of the can, but it's so small, the can's half full. I'm not, <laughs> not going to turn it over and look. They don't even have that skin on the can anymore. It's a different wrap entirely now. Yep. I don't know. They write small. So All right. It's changed. So you, you had it uh, Royal Stout, ABC, Royal Stout, Guinness. ABC, Guinness. Jibber. Uh, I'm pretty much going to agree with everything uh, Porno Steve said. I, I, I think the Royal Stout was the standout. Um, I think it kind of hit all of the... The, the good spots in the uh, in the guidelines. Mm -hmm. um, the Guinness was my third uh, overall. That was the least. Uh, it, it, it tasted funky. There's definitely like a lot of pipe tobacco. Definitely a lot of uh, tastes very stale to me, um, and just kind of mis mistreated. Um, I'm assuming before you got a hold of it, Jamil. I'm no, not gonna... I spanked it hard. Yeah. <laughs> warmed it up, rubbed it, spanked it. Good. Uh, I can taste that. <clears throat> You can taste the, the spanking in it? I can. Uh, it was just very astringent and very um, accosting. I don't know. I didn't, I didn't dig on it. And then the ABC tasted fine. It was a little, you know, weak and uh, kind of in the, in the foreground. And then um, the residual on my, on my palate just was kind of more astringent, a, a lot more dark roast than I think needed to be there. But the Royal Stout, everything was in balance. Um <laughs> And huh. so that's, so yeah, Royal Guinness, oh no, Royal ABC and then Guinness. That's huh. my uh, professional opinion. Just just like Porno Steve's. Just like Porno Steve's. Mm. Oh. Or his is more like mine. He just went first. Uh, yeah. uh -huh, uh -huh. Oh, okay. Tasty? Testicles? Tasticles? <laughs> well, uh, if I, going by the style guideline, uh, the beer I liked the best was the ABC, but it's I think it's more like a... A robust porter rather, rather than a... The ABC? Yeah. Hmm. Uh, enough roast character. There's no... If you read the style guide, there's got to be like more roast character in this beer than they're, than they're presenting. Hmm. It's a great beer. I like I like it a lot. In fact, that's my favorite beer here. But I think the uh, the Royal is, is definitely the... Uh, of the group here is definitely the... Uh, fits the style guy line and tastes, you know, good. And, and then the Guinness, yeah, it's all like... Uh, I mean, it has like a water issue. I don't know. Maybe I don't drink enough Guinness, but uh, it seems really low in pH, a little bit, almost a little bit soy sauce kind of thing. Huh. Huh. Hmm. Huh. So anyway, I'm going to have to go with the uh, Royal uh, ABC and huh. Guinness, like everybody else, right? Or did you guys go the other way? No, right. Same Royal thing? ABC, then right. Guinness. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Well. <laughs> well. <clears throat> well. Let me tell you this. Uh, have you heard of Craft Brew? <laughs> I have. 
Well, they just released an awesomely compact conical fermenter called the Catalyst. Oh, yeah, I've seen that. Made from plastic. It, however, it's 90% more scratch resistant than other plastic conicals. 71% less oxygen uh, permeable. Low profile stand. You can put this thing on your counter, you can put it in your fridge. Nice and compact. Cleaning's a breeze because the entire lid snaps off, and you be sure to get all those crusties out of there. And the best part is uh, a giant three-inch butterfly valve at the bottom, allowing you to attach any size mason jar at the bottom for yeast collection during fermentation. You can learn more at craftabrew.com. The thing that actually I See, like about yeast this, and troop, huh? you can heat this up to boiling. Oh, really? Yeah. You can it'll, heat, it'll heat sanitize heat. it. You can heat sanitize it. What? So it's plastic. It's nice and hard. If you take care, you're not going to scratch it. But if you did, or if you're worried about that, yeah, you could just you hit the thing with hot water. Oh yeah, it'll it'll fill the it'll sanitize the scratches. Yeah, you're you're going to be good forever. You, this thing could be so cloudy <laughs> yeah. with scratches you couldn't see through it. Yeah. And if you can heat it's it up, sanitized. it's still sanitized. So uh, endlessly useful. I think that's that's, that's pretty a great cool. Great feature. Aspect. Yeah, and and nobody's talking about it. So watch the thing melt when you heat it up. Uh, <laughs> he said it. No, but did I? He said I, I read all about it, and that's he what said I. Said it sounds like it's acrylic it. rather than plastic. I think, I, I think yeah, it, it's material. it's some sort of major space age plastic yes. miracle, is what I think it is. That's right. All right, let's take a short break. When we come back, I will tell you why all of you are wrong. So right after wrong. this. about White Lab's Pure Pitch Yeast. Pure Pitch is yeast grown right in its final packaging. That means yeast that has never been exposed to the environment. And White Lab's Pure Pitch Yeast for homebrewers is now available to everyone at homebrew retailers nationwide. Easy to use, perfectly sized, and ready to pitch. White Lab's yeast packaged using their FlexCell process ensures the purest yeast on the market. Visit whitelabs.com to learn more about Pure Pitch, Flex Cell technology, and how it's created. Then visit a homebrew retailer near you for your own perfectly sized package of Pure Pitch yeast. And you can say hello to your own little friend. www.whitelabs.com Williams Brewing is your online resource for prompt delivery of quality home brewing supplies. Since 1979, Williams Brewing has offered the finest equipment and the freshest ingredients backed by the best customer service in the business. Do you like to mash using efficient fly sparging but would like an easy way to heat your strike and sparge water? Enter the new Brewer's Edge Electric Mash Water Heater, a plug-in anywhere precisely controlled heater for strike and sparge water ditch the fumes and second burner and make mashing easy go to williamsbrewing.com today and browse their vast selection that's williamsbrewing.com orders placed by 4 p.m pacific time weekdays ship the same day brewing is easy the williams way Grog tags aren't just for labeling your home brews to hand out to your friends. They're the perfect way to round out your personal brewing marketing. 
Bringing your latest beer to a funeral? Craft a metal sign to go with it. Heading out to Little Liam's Bar Mitzvah? Grog Tag custom bottle caps are awesome. Couldn't get out of jury duty this year? Grog Tag the hell out of the deliberation room with reusable labels. Grog Tag has an awesome array of products just waiting to be customized by you. Metal signs, coasters, tasting mats, bottle caps, tap handles. It's all there waiting for your designs at Grog Tag. Liven up your next party with the widest selection of custom products ever offered by a sponsor of the Brewing Network. Grog Tag. At least your beer will look good. Now back to Jamil's Tasty and Blise. It's brewing with style. All right. I'll tell you, Tasty, if you were pursuing a career in the beer industry. Yeah. I'd be an idiot. But go ahead. <laughs> oh, sorry. Well, check out Ouch. the business of craft beer, which is a class being oh. offered by the Food Craft Institute in Oakland, California. Course runs from October 22nd to November 19th. Enrollment deadline is October 10th, so you better get on it. Uh, course curriculum covers recipe development, brewing techniques, sourcing ingredients, and, qui- and equipment, permitting, licensing, business planning, finance, and marketing of all taught by brewery owners and industry experts from throughout the Bay Area. Uh, beer style and off-flavor tasting workshops led by Nicole Ernie. Visits to, to uh, breweries, uh, including 21st Amendment, Drake's, Fort Point, and Magnolia. For more info, head to craft our foodcraftinstitute.org and hit the courses button at the top. All right. Tasty. Tasticles. Tasticles. The god of homebrewing. I think uh, you you uh, pointed it out when you said that the ABC was nice, but too porter-like. Yeah. It's missing the intensity of roast that is necessary for for an extra stout. Thus, ABC is not number two. It's just number three. Thus, he spaketh. Bebo's like bleeding to death in there. She's like bandages and that's a serious bandage. Yes, for it was all I could find. <laughs> so you just but it worked. <laughs> I'm not well, bleeding like a, anymore. It's like a tourniquet, it's got a cast or, or something like, like a cast. Yeah, a cast and a tourniquet all in one. I'm fine. Yeah, or one drop of blood. Uh, there were several. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, yeah, I would, I would rate it number three as well if I was going by style. Right. I, I, it tastes well, well, great. It's a really good beer. But yes. Uh, they did a great I job. Think, I think all three are really nice beers. Yeah. But that's why one of the reasons it's going to go to number three. Sure. And Guinness is going to be number two. Yeah. It, I mean, the tobacco-y, the roasty, all that intensity of roast flavor is part of the style. And I think it's it's got a creaminess to it. I think it's a, a nice, uh, well-made beer. No? Just it tastes that good to me. I don't like. Yeah, I don't yeah. like it. No, I usually, Please. I usually, thin, it, no, 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 I'm with you on that. And and it, for me, I usually like big stouts, like the more roasty, well, the more. Big, this is a smaller more, stout. Well, uh, yeah, I know, but okay. What I'm saying is that within these styles, uh-huh, like uh-huh. the more roasty they are, yeah. the more tobacco, like yeah. the more I like it. For yeah. some reason, I really didn't like that huh. that particular one. Well, if it was up a six percent, like it style said it should be, uh-huh. 
It'd probably be a better beer. I might. I might yeah, I don't know. I, I think it was the ABV that was. Well, I mean, the, you get more body thought, with it. I thought it more had malt a, character. With okay. It. I thought yeah. it had a creaminess and a malt character. Uh, you know, again, they're supposed to be finishing dry. I think what it missed up front is a little more sweetness up front, which I think the ABC mm. had and the Royal had uh, quite a bit of. The Royal was really sweet. Right. It had that real sweet up front and a nice dry finish. Sure. I thought that the Royal was hands down the best one. So we all agree on that. But uh, I got to say, I, th- I thought the Foreign Extra was number two and the ABC number three because of it's just missing enough roast to really call it a stout. No. I mean, if it was a great Pilsner, you'd be saying, oh, great Pilsner, yeah. but it's not a stout. Yeah. Because it's, it's sort of, you know, it's Porter, we're saying, oh. So I, th- I thought that, I thought all three were nice. I thought all three could pass as, um, you know, Style guideline commercial examples, for sure. But the Royal, fantastic. That's the one I drank. <laughs> I had two cans of and drank one of them. <laughs> That's damn good. That's mm-hmm. got the the fullness, the creaminess, but the dry finish. It's got the fr- you know the the mild fruitiness on all of these. And it's got the roast character. Yeah, and the roast character. I thought that that was excellent. Absolutely. Now, that's a foreign extra stat right there, folks. Good job, Royal. Carlsberg. Even just the license to someone else. Yeah. If you, if you gave this to me and said there was coconut in it, I wouldn't, I wouldn't disbelieve you. Oh, really? You get a little coconut? A little, like, toasted coconut thing? I got a little coconut. Yeah. Just one? <laughs> Two. Mm, that's cool. No? I got a lovely little pair of coconuts. <laughs> no one... No one... What's the comment on? Okay, cool. I'm, I'm out great. of the Royal Stout. Perfect. Perfect. Anybody have a Royal Stout? I'm not. Uh, maybe <laughs> this is, yeah. the show's going great. I drink. I drink all my Royal Stout. Might take more coconut for me to get. I drink all of them actually. But. Well, and JP, you have uh, a couple of fine beers as well. Baltic porters. Yes, that's true. One's an Imperial Baltic porter, and the other is just a straight porter. Mm. Um, but we don't have clean glassware with to drink them. We could get clean we glassware could. wherewith to drink them. We could. It's very possible. Uh, yeah. So the lovely Miss Bezo. We all yeah. just stare make down. That happen. Bezo. Weird. <laughs> so weird. It's like it's like we're on the session. It's like she does stuff for us. I bet. Uh, no. So uh, yeah. Last night on the session, of course, the the flagship of the Brewing Network, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. we had our close personal friend, Mr. Phil Lowry, on. Uh, who does a lot in the beer industry and is opening his own brewery. And then he brought on his tiny little friend, Chris, from a brewery in Estonia called, let's see if I can pronounce uh Puihala. Sure. Puihala. Puihala, I think. Yeah. P-O-H-J-A-L-A. Puihala. <laughs> That's pretty good. Uh, you got it. And so he was saying, you know, he goes, basically the uh, Baltic Porter was invented in Estonia, so... They were trying really hard to make those beers mm-hmm. um, as historically accurate and, and tasting good as possible. Those are his flagship kind of deals. And uh, I am a huge, uh, a huge uh, sucker of uh, the Baltic Porter. Well, and I knew that, and he had he had this extra bottle, and so I I thought of you, and Very I said I'm going to you, pull Mr. this aside, Mr. Petros, and uh, and save it because I know that you. Get a kick out of it. But we had a uh, uh, he had a rum barrel version of this. Mm. Was it a rum tasty or it was, was it rum? Yeah, or cognac? It was cognac? Well, he had way, another beer in a rum. But he had another beer in a rum. But I think either way, uh, and it was fantastic. It was yeah. So I, I haven't even had the just the straight, straight Baltic 
straight Balticness of it all. How many beers does it take to make a cognac? Is this a what? trick question? How many beers does it take to make a cone yak? Oh. <laughs> I don't get it. What's a cone? Oh, jeez. You guys are rough. Rough, I'm telling you. Tough crowd. Tough crowd. Tough crowd. I don't know what's Try happening Try the veal. Right I'm here all week. Just leave him here. So this is the Imperial Baltic Porter. Probably should have done the the, uh, the straight porter first. We're just two, trying to two empty glasses and uh, one glass with a sample in it. This oh. goes to Jamil. Eat. Oh, or who has? I gave you one, Steve. I gave it to Jamil. Oh, okay, great. So then, so then, yeah, the bottle goes to Porno Steve. There you go. We'll figure it out. This is the first one. Imperial. The Imperial Baltic Porter. Hmm. Poihela. I'll tell you, you know, as, as interesting a word as poihela is, <laughs> uh, kombucha, you want to turn that into a business? Or perhaps you just need a refresher on what the hell kombucha is or the best practices of yeah. kombucha. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do this. Right. Well, you can join White Labs. They have a two-day course taught in collaboration with Mandanova. Instruction is going to cover the science and process behind kombucha from microbiology, fermentation, formulation, scaling up, and choosing the right equipment to deal with common issues. Common issues like, uh, what the hell is kombucha and how do I make it? Yeah. Uh, uh, it's probably fermentation off flavors. It's like fermentation off flavors, like anything. Yeah, yeah. I've made it a few times, and uh-huh. uh, the hard part is getting a proper mouthfeel. Because uh, you can get it, you can slam it too dry, and your right. acidity's kind of off, and uh-huh. so it, it, it's very much you know how much sugar to add. And right. uh, the the one I did was like a tea base mm-hmm. with sugar and stuff. So how so how much of that actually that to or? get? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would imagine something like that, like basically just con- recipe construction, how to get the best tasting right, right, right. product off the jump. Right. Well, there you go. And I, I imagine fermentation can be difficult if you don't have all the right nutrients and all that as well. I mean, that could be a little little more challenging. Uh, register at uh, yeastman.com before October 18th. Yeastman.com. All right. All right. Uh, all right. So I've had the Imperial. You want to try the, the straight-up porter? Yes. So we learned some interesting words in Estonian. <laughs> Uh, last night. Really? Just one other word. Just, just one other word. Uh, it's the Estonian word for 12 months, and it's pronounced cocks taste good. Oh, well. Okay. So. And I was like, you're fucking with me. Don't worry about it. And he goes, no, there's tons of videos on YouTube. If you look up Estonian women 12 months, and there's just video after video of, of Shitty American tourists going. I'm sorry. Can you, we're trying to learn a stone. How do you say twelve months? And they're just like cock tastes good. It's the weirdest thing I've ever heard, man. <laughs> and they say it just pretty much like yeah. cock, cock tastes good. Cock tastes good. Cock tastes good. And, say the, that again? and the guy's like, they do. Ah, <laughs> uh, so there's something to do well, when you're Estonia next time. Mm-hmm. There you go. All right. So where Be is the, where is Estonia for for those of us in between Canada? Finland and Sweden Latvia. and Russia? Or something, yeah. Not Latvia, no. no. Sweden, uh, it's like Lithuania, Norway, and Russia, or something. Yeah, like it's part of Russia. Isn't it? it used to be part of Russia. Like north past the wall, right? Yeah, it's up there somewhere. It's just, I think it's pretty small. I didn't know. I, I had to ask what also. There's no wall. All right, the, the border is burning. seven point eight percent. 
It's pretty high up there. Doesn't really taste like it though. But I mean, that what what Neither blows me away Imperial. about these beers are like the 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 mouthfeel, the just the pass the Imperial over, please. The umptiousness of, of the, the complexity of all the the flavors in the mouthfeel. Excuse yeah, me, umptiousness. It's so good. Well, these beers are seven, so well made. Seven eight is that's pretty high for what I uh, typical yeah. Baltic porter, right? Well, well I think that's the regular. That's porter. just straight up porter. Oh, the, oh, yeah, yeah. The Imperial Baltic porter is like a ten something. No, that's what I'm saying for yeah. a regular. Uh, Baltic Porter. That's, oh, yeah. That's Baltic high. Porter, it's 8 Still kind of way up there. Really? Yeah. Maybe an 8. Ten and a half for the Imperial. What do you think? What do you think of them? I... Well, you said that the the other one was just uh, regular Porter, but I would say that yeah. that's regular Baltic Porter. Oh, okay. That's very nice Baltic Porter, I think. I was so blown away, and all uh, basically all the beers he brought were dark beers because he's like, I, I, light beers don't travel well. <laughs> like you're smart. <laughs> Thank you for noticing that. Yeah, I'd say that 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 white label pohala, pohala, pohala. Yeah, the most most gold, the most gold, most gold, most gold. is uh, this one's got boobies on it. <laughs> right. Oh, you know uh, how to say that. The boobies? It's, the, boobies? it's just the two O's with two umlauts over it. Yeah. Apparently it's. Uh. That's yeah. what I say when I see boobies. Because after you finish a couple of those, you're like. Uh. You're uh. 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 Literally, I was like, how do you say that? He goes. Uh. Uh. I'm like, XO. Yeah. Oh, yeah, uh. because so, yeah, it was the cognac. It was XO. That's right. Uh. I'm like, isn't that that bar in Walnut Creek? It is. <laughs> it's the same character. Same. It's the same noise, same sound. Yeah. <laughs> Mm. It's fascinating. I don't know. All the beers were delicious, though. They were so good. Sounds yeah, like had Frankenstein. Great beers. Wow. They're all good. Yeah. Good job there, Christopher. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the kicker is that kid is like six inches shorter than Doc. Doc yeah. <laughs> no he shit. Is not. He's a man, He's like by the way. Two bullshit. inches shorter. Bro. Oh. Six inches? No, Doc's. That's a if, lot. If man. Doc's quote unquote five seven. Look at that. On his tippy toes. I'm five four, and dude was at least as tall as me. Okay, yeah, he's. First of wow. all, look at the smile on Doc's face. It's like you, you never see me. You yeah. never see Doc smile that, that big. <laughs> it's Christmas. Uh, he's yeah. like, oh my god. Yeah, he's like three or four inches shorter than Doc. Wow, that makes him like. He was my height. Five two. No. Five four. Three four. Not that tall. Sorry. Get it right. It was just. He was probably standing up, just trying to impress you. <laughs> That's what I would do. Yeah. Anyway, what do you think? Good beers? Uh, yeah, I thought yeah. that the uh, the the regular porter mm-hmm. excellent. That's yeah. that's a great Baltic porter right there. I think the Imperial Baltic porter is an Imperial version of a Baltic porter. Oh, and he wanted me to say uh, he wanted me to thank everybody for the shows. He's been a listener for a long time, and oh, uh, he was really excited to to hear that I was saving these these bottles for us to drink on the show. So. Yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, He's a good dude. All, he makes some really killer beer. Yeah. All well made. Yeah. Uh, great, great stuff. Uh, next time I were in Estonia, I'll be sure to stop by. I think you should, man. And God knows with my schedule, I'll probably be there for three weeks. <laughs> uh, <coughs> I'll tell you, uh, Celebration is back. I don't yeah. know if you know that. It's right. The Gold Country Brewers Homebrew Club. They've got their competition rolling. They've already, the, the entry window shut. 
Slam shut. Slam Boom. shut. Uh, check check for it next year. No, so now we need to, judge, need to judge these beers. So. That's right. Yeah. That's coming up October 8th at Yolo Brewing Company in Sacramento, California. These are under the 2015 BJCP guidelines. Um, you know, it's it's a competition sanctioned by the AHA, the BJCP, and the Brewing Network. So get in there. Uh, you know, offer, offer to help out. Offer to judge. Judge Stewart. Yeah. Yeah. You know, get there and just help clean up. Yeah. There's help always serve lunch, there's always lots of beer left over for everybody. Yeah. So oh, yeah. uh check it out. It's a good time. Uh October eighth at Yolo Brewing Company in Sacramento, California. All right. Where are we at in this show? I think it's time to do our last break and get the hell out of here. So Yes? No? Have we done three breaks? I think we did. No. No? I don't think so. Okay. I did not write down three breaks. Okay. Did we do three breaks? We did? I think so. Yeah. I think we did. Oh, yeah. shit, no. <laughs> hell, hell no. That's your producer. Do three breaks. You've done three breaks. Oh, God damn it. All right. Um, that somebody stays sober. We've got out of it. Tasty, you were, taking a, you were talking about uh, water earlier, about... um. With the Guinness. Yeah, I thought that Guinness was way too low in pH. So, well, here's the thing to check your water. Oh. I did. Look at that. I got like a pile of things to read through, man. This is what's screwing me up in uh, my tracking. Porno Steve telling the king of the Segway. Yeah, he's telling yeah. his fucking business. Yeah. And if they, uh, the iDip, the smart brew water testing kit incorporates revolutionary uh, system, which is Revolution. the first only one on the market of its own app. Uh, it's got a multilingual app. Smart Brew allows you to focus on the taste of your beer, home or commercial use. Uh, you dip the strips in the water, you read it in the iBrew, and then uh, it pops up on your, uh, it uses Bluetooth to uh, update your water results on your uh, on your smartphone. So you get the app off of, uh, wherever you're getting your Where apps. Where you get your apps from, yeah. Today, yeah, on the street corner. They're selling the hardware. Yeah, right. Uh, the app is the Brainus system. It allows uh, limitless possibilities, including lab accuracy, free upgrades, and test customization. You can even uh, email the results to the rest of your brewers or post your Facebook page. Let Homebrew Club get lowdown on your beer base water profile. Uh, ability to test over 40 different water quality tests. Four come preloaded and available. Tests for things like total alkalinity, chloride, calcium hardness, pH, sulfate, and more. Only four milliliters of water needed for each test. Use a patented, safe, simple reagent testing method that anyone can use. Perform each test with the pre-treated reagent strips specific to each test. No more counting drops or doing complex equations. Did we mention no math needed? Check it out at uh, smartbrewkit.com. Uh, well, and my favorite, Adam and Eve. I'll tell you. Oh, we don't do Adam and Eve on this show, do we? God damn it. Oh, well. You have to listen to Bruce Strong for my Adam and Eve reads. Yeah, they're good. <laughs> they're really good. They're the best. Yeah. Oh, I still get compliments on my sling blade uh, right. back in the day. Well, oh. some folks call it that. Oh. <laughs> sling blade read. Thank you very much. It's, it's so skinny. Yeah. But it slings. No. Sling blade. And that's when Bevo takes her headphones off. Right. She's she, done. She, she done. Well, and so are all of we. It's all right. So all right. Uh, if you roll that uh, outro. Yeah. We'll, we'll get the hell get out, the of fuck out of here. We'll drink some beer. Oh, we'll go home. There's, okay. Steve. Hey, no. 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 Uh-huh. We'll go out with that. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs>
Okay, ready? Yes. Go to that outro. There it is. Cool. There you go. What else did we know about? Oh, there's a store. TheBrewingNetwork.com has a store. Mm. TheBrewingNetwork.com slash store. Go in there. Get all your your goodies for all your your peeps for Christmas. Yourself Christmas tree. The Brewing Network Christmas tree. There's some new new products in there. Check it out. New products. Christmas trees. They got clocks. Be in Christmas tree. Be in Christmas tree. They got clocks. Mm. They've got uh, gloves. They've got uh, skateboards. We have socks coming. They have socks coming. Like, 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 yeah. like no, you're just making socks? that up. No, I'm not. No, they have any really? socks. Come on. Yeah, no. you're just you're just funning now. No. I've, heard, I've heard socks for eight months. No, they're we will ha- well we will be selling them for sure at the Great American Beer Festival. I've heard that. But <laughs> I have a feeling whatever we don't sell. But are you guys making stockings? Well, that, they will be is, back in the store. That is the most important thing I've ever heard. Socks. Beer socks. socks. So if you come to the GABF, don't pack an extra pair of socks. Plan to buy some at the... Buy right. some from me. Show up there with no socks on. All right. Mm-hmm. Till then, everybody. Bruce Jones. And often. <laughs>